0: give me a little something something you
1: can't eat at everybody's house and say it really loud for me you can't eat at everybody's house good
0: okay (laughs) now meet me like halfway in there
1: meet me halfway right up the borderline that's a really good that's a really good volume
0: okay so but this feels good this feels good you, that feels good yes. okay good
1: do i still sound okay
0: oh my god you sound so much better good yes good good
1: good i can't i don't even have headsets or a headphone or do you want to do you want to hear yeah
0: i do One, two three i like that <laughs> <laughs> airplane mode check
1: Done. Done. You ready to record? Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) 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 This just in. My name is Jaren from typically divergent podcast. And (laughs) And Lars. (laughs) And we are your host of this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is our podcast.
1: Our pod.
0: Our podcast. When I first heard the word podcast, never in my life did I ever think that I would ever enjoy them, let alone have one of my own.
1: I used to struggle with the idea of getting into them. Yeah. Everybody was like, this podcast, this and this podcast, this and I'm looking at th- or I'm listening to this podcast and I'm like, what could you be possibly listening to people talk about? Well, <laughs> but then I got older and I was like, mm-hmm. I want to learn some things. Yep. Yeah i think they're great
0: did your, obviously did your parents listen to woe or any other talk no. shows? oh okay so my dad listened to WoWO a lot when yeah. i was in his car um for people who don't live in wherever that doesn't reach it's um a very conservative male and male talk show yes it's like yes it's, it's like for old people Old cis white men. Oh my God. Speaking of old people, I I had an intrusive thought today while driving today because there was this older woman that was just existing and I just (laughs) wanted to like flip her off.
1: Yeah. Just.
0: And that's so, that's so mean for me. Dozer, I know, baby. That's not good. We need to share the love.
1: You're just over it. You can be over it. (laughs) I know. Yeah. You can be over it. Like and not hate give that me, person. Give me, give me that social security. Yes. <laughs> Cause we're not gonna see any of it. No. And we are we're paying into it. Yeah, my check reminds me every time I see it. Every time I look at it, I'm like, what is baby? Like, where did that go? I know. What happened to that cash? Oh my god. It's your, not even cash.
0: Do you remember this your point. very, very, very first paycheck. Not the amount, but like do you remember like the excitement and the assumption of how much you thought you were gonna get on that first paycheck? Yes. And then you realized how little you did get on that paycheck. Right. Because do-
1: Dozer. Please. Cause you look at the first number <laughs> yep. and then it dwindles down. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I have.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember being like, "Oh my gosh, like I'm getting paid five fifteen an hour, so like round that down to five dollars, and then, like you know, I worked twelve hours. I mean, bam, right there, that's sixty bucks. No. just kidding twenty eight dollars
1: Mhm, the government's gonna take more than a third of it, yeah,
0: well, okay, so that was technically like way more than half of a paycheck, so yeah. I mean, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the situation was it wasn't all of my money that i was expecting and did you murderer. know
1: that some people t- take income tax to court and really? they are free from it for life why how do i do that Because technically the income tax is unconstitutional.
0: Oh, Nicholas and I just had a conversation about this the other Mm
1: -hmm. day because the
0: IRS is not actually tied with the US government. He's like, well, the bank, he goes, well, the US has to have at least like a bank. And I was, or did I say the bank has to have a bank? The the government has to have a bank. And I was like, but it's not the IRS.
1: Yes, the IRS is actually, yeah, it's not even a part of.
0: No. (laughs) Isn't that wild? No, it's just. it's a it's a personal company dozer i love you so much lick my toes lick anything but that fucking toy please he's such a big dog have you heard of the term dinks double income no kids no okay well there you go it's an acronym (laughs) i learned a new one dildo double income large dog owners wow i'm a dildo (laughs) welcome welcome to the di- <laughs> welcome to the dildo house <laughs> the dinks what dildo would that, what would that make my house double income little dogs well there you go oh wait well no d sildo, Duh, no. sildo.
1: single
0: si- single,
1: S- single single income little dog owners silds. silds no we gotta come up with something else
0: you be sinks single S- income no kid for now I'm a
1: sink I'm in a sink (laughs) I'm a sinking ship
0: (laughs) I'm a sink oh my god okay uh, I know this shows I know that this woman is very like um, problematic but do you remember the Roseanne show I love it. Okay.
1: I the, still love that show. The
0: episode when um, they get high in the bathroom and then Aunt Jackie is like, is this the sink? Because she's in the bathtub. Oh, yep. Yep, <laughs> yep. I remember that. Oh, my God. That I show love that. show was so
1: progressive for that that time. Uh, it was very progressive uh, and, and yes. problematic. And, and I loved it.
0: It was, it was a lot of things. I mean, yeah. it was a, a family that could live in this the, the outsides of downtown chicago mm-hmm. with um i don't remember did dan he was like what a construction no he owned he, a that
1: motorcycle shop but he also worked in a factory right he was blue collar
0: yes i just can't remember like what i don't his remember his thing was but i think he he had a thing for motorcycles and then had a shop mm-hmm. i don't know but and well, then
1: jackie worked as a police officer yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very progressive. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's
0: right, because, yeah, Roseanne went
1: through all those different careers. And then she got the restaurant. Yes. Or the, the cafe. Yeah. Deli, cafe.
0: Yeah. It was like the lunchbox. Only yeah. Only open for lunch, breakfast and lunch.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> she She's problematic now. Yes. I don't agree with a lot of things that she's said or done. It's same. But the character Roseanne, I can dig. Oh, Love yeah. It. Love her. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. (laughs) Welcome back. So a couple things that I I wrote down that I wanted to tell you. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and blur some stuff. Okay. At some point, we're going to talk about mental health. Okay. I saw something on TikTok recently where this girl was like, we need to stop saying I battle with like depression, anxiety. It's more so of depression battles with me. So that way we don't give it as much power. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my depression has gotten really bad, like really, really, really bad. There are all these different external factors that you and I have talked about previously. And so I've started to eliminate some of those out or limiting myself to some of those. Saw some really hateful stuff. And I know that I've talked about like getting off of Facebook and moving away from meta. It is like, (laughs) it's really hard when like, I have 12, 13 years plus built into one profile with Mm -hmm. all these different people on it, right? And I saw something extremely hateful, like, the second I woke up in the morning. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, I shouldn't – well, for one, that was not good for me to, like, immediately get onto my phone. And then for me to have seen that. Um, or maybe that happened Monday night. I don't fucking know. But I did see something extremely sad the following morning. And so uh, depression is always in the back door, ready to take over. mm mm-hmm. I got like super sad on like for the rest of that day on Tuesday. Like I had a really bad workout called Nicholas and like was crying on the phone. And I was like, I'm just like, so sad today. Can we just do like a, like a movie night? Like, I feel like my inner child like really needed this. And I was like, I just want to watch like a feel good movie and like some snacks and some like good treats at home tonight, like in a blanket in bed. Mm-hmm. he was like yeah let's go ahead and do that um so we watched don't tell mom the babysitter's dead <laughs> have you seen yeah yeah of course i had yeah. never seen it a definitely top new favorite movie yeah it's a good um, one. Oh, so good christina applegate she was uh, so cute so cute she still is cute oh she's
1: beautiful
0: yes and i also mm-hmm. have a thing for like blonde women i don't know yeah. maybe because my mom was blonde yeah. when i was a kid um, I can't imagine your mother blonde. Oh, my God. If you come over for coffee on Sunday, remind me to go get my family books down because I've been meaning to get those down. It, mm-hmm. It's it's a trip for anybody to see those photos. <laughs> <laughs> so we did some movies, woke up the next morning. That was y- yesterday. We did some yard work and I got to Oop. like work with my hands and it was so nice mm-hmm. and like punching grass feels so good. I don't recommend oh, yeah. it for everybody,
1: but... Mm, that feels really good to get your anchor out and feeling grass oh yeah and dirt yes and like nicely or finely tilled soil yes feels so good
0: oh my god I, I keep doing the like i go out stand outside and like do the father stance from like just appreciating
1: admiring our hard work i should get you some um sneakers oh my god those and, uh daddy sneakers um New Balance. They're not even daddy dad Dad. sneakers. (laughs) Not even daddy sneakers. Yeah,
0: dad sneakers. I should. When Nicholas and I were at Lowe's yesterday, we go into the bathroom, and in the men's room at this specific Lowe's, there are three stalls, and then there are two urinals trying to use the restroom because there was also a gentleman in there who's washing his hands and then all as this as this guy is walking out I hear you guys fucking disgusting and you need to get a fucking life no so I zip my pants up I go to open the door and it was a Lowe's employee and he was (gasps) he was old okay listen, listen. I open the door and I go, excuse me, did you have something that you needed to tell me? Then I hear, what? And I said, did you have something that you needed to say to me? There's a guy in a stall in the bathroom, didn't see didn't see his shoes. And he goes, oh man, I'm so sorry. I was on the phone with somebody because a telemarketer called. <laughs> 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 Nicholas oh, goes. No. You were about to walk out there and fucking chew that old man out, and I said I was ready. I was like, "Man, hey, listen. For one, if you're making a comment about us being queer in public, because I had a, a my stay queerest fuck hoodie on, so like, obviously, right. you know, hey guys, we're we're gay and we're beautiful. So <laughs> right, like, what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: the, what other combinations are there?
0: <laughs> you work at Lowe's and they. Last I knew, like they sponsored Their
1: support gay, yeah, like They're, trendy, well, the, ra-
0: gay rights. Uh, Handy Trans, ma'am. Yeah, on TikTok, yes. right? I don't. Well, I don't know if she's still doing that with them, but I know at some point that there was a contract. And I was, I was shaking, and Nicholas was like, "Oh my god, you were ready," and I was like, I, "Like, I, I, yeah, come on." Mm-hmm. I, the, he was that poor old man had no fucking idea anything was coming his way, and I said, "No." <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm tired you know of being what? a fawner. I want to I want to be a fighter. And that but you know what? I I understand. I uh-huh. understand that because unfortunately, we're used to that. We're right. always on the defense. Like we're always ready to be like, you know, we're going to defend I I'm, I'm going to defend myself.
0: I can literally feel them when I'm walking like through a crowd of people that are primarily male identifying individuals. I like, I can feel like a combat, like in mm-hmm. the back of my throat, ready to go. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, like it's in the chamber. It's ready to, it's yeah. ready to pop off. And it it's like universal. It could be for any, anything that anybody has to say. They could be like, Hey man, you look sexy. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Does your girlfriend think so too?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. And I, and obviously you were, having like your depression was uh-huh. showing its ugly face and of course that comes with anxiety right you know so those two forces together you know they're mm-hmm. going to put you on edge i know so but yeah give Oscar. yourself some grace and i'm oh. glad that that man was like he apologized <laughs> he was like oh my
0: god yeah, well, well that I, I oh yes yes right that the man in the stall yeah, I would have dead ass if that would have been me saying some. Well, for one, if I'm in a toilet, I'm not. I, I do whatever I can to let people know that I'm not in there. <laughs> like you see my feet, but like I'm dead quiet. Yeah. For all, I'm you invisible. know. Yep. I'm going <laughs> to do my business. I'm, I'm just here and to do, getting my, out
1: of do yeah. my business. This is great. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm excited to be here. Tell me about your week. My week is a blur because it consists mostly of just going to sleep waking up studying going to sleep waking up studying and Mm -hmm. then going to work
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there is something at the end of the tunnel with that yeah i'm working towards something so i don't mind giving my time to school yeah that's just the way that it is you know i do um finals are next week Mm. i just have one okay so it's not a big deal but it is econ all right you're doing one course
0: at a time right
1: this semester I did one and a half. Okay. If I had more time with this class, I would have done so much better. Uh-huh. I'm passing the class. Okay. That's and good. I'm, and I did, I'm doing a lot better than what I thought. Like I'm getting a B. Mm-hmm. However, the exams are so highly weighted that if you don't do well on them, it could knock you down a grade because they're just so intense. Yeah. This class is accelerated because it's online. So you will do three chapters in one week sometimes. Uh-huh. And then you have to absorb all of that mm-hmm. and be able to re- like regurgitate it mm-hmm. on an exam without any notes. And that is what's killing me yeah. because I am a processor. And so when you throw something at me that has not only a subject that I never took in high school, yeah. I'm coming back from seven years of hiatus of college and coming right back into schooling and you're not gonna let me have notes. Yeah. And then you're gonna throw some mathematics in there? Is this like
0: is it like the Girl time, please. Is this like the time when they started introducing the alphabet into the math? Yes.
1: <laughs> but and I find it really fascinating. Go lay down please. Those are <laughs> Go lay boy, down, please. Boy. No. Look I, at him staring at you. Oh my I God. know I love
0: you. This was my fault for touching you. Okay, so as you were saying,
1: I find it fascinating. Like I'm in, I'm enjoying the class. Okay, but I'm frustrated because I'm not. I don't have enough time yeah. with the information. Tozer, <laughs> that face that he just gave. Me, he's like, "What God. do you want, Dad?" But honestly, like my week has just been a blur, just because I've been so focused on making sure that mm-hmm. i'm getting ready for these exams and making sure that i'm present for work good, good. Well,
0: and and how, so how's your mental health then
1: i think i'm i think i'm at, i'm still at an 8 okay that's good yeah even with all of the the fogginess of this past week yes okay yes i've i've noticed something about myself that i don't remember a lot of things like in the moment mm-hmm. like if somebody i don't know if that's just because of just in this moment and, and time of my life, like I I do have things going on, and I just don't have time to like I don't stop and reflect like I should.
0: Are you having a hard, are you having a hard time staying present?
1: Maybe. Okay. But if somebody were to like, if you asked me like everything that I did last week, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. Like I remember just work in school. Like I don't. You
0: remember that you had to be there, right? You remember right. the feelings, the a vague, a vague thing that happened, but to be right. able to like. Relive
1: a whole time right. section of it. That's not that's there. hard for me. Yeah. yeah. I remember Jenny being away. Yeah. And then coming back, and that felt so good. Oh, it yeah. It was nice to be able to be by myself. Uh huh. And I love that. Yeah. But after a while, you miss ha- coming home to someone, especially when
0: that was already part of the routine. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, having that person with you like if you've had a bad day at work or mm-hmm. a support when you're not feeling the greatest and yeah also Jenny makes great food yeah and i didn't eat that great when she was away <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she's a great cook oh yeah she, she makes is. a lot of great food for me and she takes very good care of me
0: that reminds me she did text me today about that co-op gardening thing hey jen I'm going to text you after this episode it gets <laughs> recorded, okay? You're listening to this in the future right now, which means you are get it. You already know that you got the text, but hey, I just want to tell you I love you. All right, hey everybody. So, we have taken a couple potty breaks. Um <laughs> we've had some side conversations about nothing too important. But belly 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 belly. belly drum roll. Belly roll, please. We are going to be doing... Beep, beep, beep
1: Urban legends.
0: Ooh. 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 The call is coming from inside the house. That's not an urban legend. That's just scary. They're here. They're back. Okay. So... Um, anyway, back we,
1: around. We're doing urban legends. Urban legends. So I actually have the urban legend definition. Okay. From Webster's Dictionary. Okay. And it defines urban legends as an often lurid story or anecdote that is based on hearsay and widely circulated as true. So that is what an urban legend technically is. That's a definition.
0: Yes. And you guys can go look that up in your own definition. You can look (laughs) it up in your own dictionaries. Yes.
1: I decided to do two local urban legends Mm -hmm. from our area. Okay. So Fort Wayne, Indiana. One of them is very widely known. Okay. Devil's Hollow. (sighs) Did you do Devil's Hollow? No. Really? No. I was surprised you didn't do it.
0: No, but I did look for like ones from Indiana and the ones that I, the one that I saw just did not seem very interesting. So I just didn't do it, but you go ahead.
1: Okay. So Devil's Hollow and a lot of our Fort Wayne listeners will probably already know Mm -hmm. a lot about this. It is a area on a road Up north, off of East Cedar Canyon Road and Auburn Road. Yep, I know where that's at. And it's considered Perry Ship or Perry Township. Yep, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it is an area where there's a. It's very, very like um, thick with trees. Like it's all trees. Yeah, and it's very hilly, and the roads are very windy. And it's not a very safe place to drive. Not at night. Not at night. Not when it's snowy. Not when it's raining. Literally, ne- like never, because it's so windy.
0: <clears throat> it's a it's a street that's meant for walking.
1: Yes, for sure. And because they're it was probably
0: horse and buggy <laughs> at one point. Probably, probably <laughs> Perry. Rode there. I mean, it was probably a uh,
1: some man named Perry,
0: or you know, there there goes my prairie down the Yeah. <laughs>
1: god oh i'm in love with that um but i did some deep diving because i've always heard like all of these like stories about like there's a couple different stories that i've heard growing up Mm -hmm. like about the witch and that lived in a, a house that was on top of one of the hills and then how there is like satanic rituals that were often done there and how police were often called there because there's kids like trespassing and whatnot. So I wanted to do some deep diving and I went uh-huh. to my college library wow. online. Is that, and oh, is I, that
0: the website? Like my college library. No. I I didn't oh, want to plug my college. But oh, okay. I mean
1: I Arizona State is where oh. I go to school. Online. Okay. Um and they had a book from 1988 it's called Indiana Fork- folklore a reader and it was a basically just a book that has like all of just the Hoosier folk tar- folk folk tale and urban legends all in one and Devil's Hollow is one of them that they researched okay there's two stories that are connected with Devil's Hollow one is a wife who lived in a home who was either murdered, murdered. or died of an illness Yes, and the husband (laughs) is responsible for the murder. If like, Uh if we're gonna choose, so there isn't much like storytelling. It's just like mostly just like turn of events that are Uh like bullet pointed that people have just kind of shared and talked about. This is the folklore of it all. This is the folklore of it all. Um, there has been a couple like different accounts of this story where the husband hanged himself from a nearby bridge because he was stricken with grief Mm -hmm. or he was just felt so guilty about what he did to his wife. Uh They also talk about the house again Uh where you can still see the chimney from the house. Do you remember Uh as a child, like hearing like you can still see the chimney, right? Uh And it's legit. You can still see the chimney. Like there's photos. So that house was burnt down And some say they, some people say that they can like still see the light in Mm. by the chimney where they like put a light up or the husband like would sometimes light a candle in the window. Uh (laughs) Do they see
0: a silhouette in the window too?
1: I mean, there is just so many accounts, but yeah, like they say that they see like lots of like shadow movement. Nope. Lots of like, they can hear, they'll say that they'll hear him by the bridge because there's a bridge near Cedar Canyon Road. Yeah. Um, and they also talk through about how, like, there was a fence that he built uh-huh. that was in front of the house. And they often will say that this fence contained, like, a secret message in it, or if it was constructed to portray, like, did you hear that? Yeah. Was that it was, it was it? nicholas opening the door okay <laughs> you're so freaked out just let <laughs> me talking about it um because it's
0: it's here and, it is
1: it's in I fort think. wayne yeah <gasps> it's, it's a very famous place um yeah they'll say they think that they're like there's like talk about how the fence was made in a certain way to like portray like a message or a suicide note that he uh-huh. left and you can still see fragments of the fence at this house so that's kind of creepy Kind of. Oh, it's really creepy. Um, and then there's the other story of the witch. Okay. Who lived in the house. Okay. And that house was burned down by a cigarette from a teenager or a group of teenagers that taunted her. Uh, and they accidentally burnt it down and mm-hmm. that she was inside the house <sighs> so that she still haunts those grounds. Oh. And... That is where we get like Devil's Hollow. Okay. That is the more modern urban legend from Fort Wayne that we've kind of heard since we've been children. Um I have heard from friends who have gone there and there's been police presence because a lot of people will go there and they're trespassing because it's all it's still it's private property now.
0: Okay, so who owns that? I don't know. Just somebody. I could
1: not get that information. Um, But yeah, there's lots of like satanic rituals and like people just kind of hanging out there that they shouldn't be doing. Like, and a lot of police will get called there. And kids
0: doing their tomfoolery.
1: Yeah. Um, This information that I got from this, not only got, I got it from the book, um, but I also got it from the Elkhart Public Library. So that was one of two of my sources from Mm -hmm. this story. I have been to Delavis Hollow and honestly, I can't even tell, like, I, I know kind of where it is, but I've never seen the chimney, but I've seen photos of it. Uh-huh. And I know that every time that I go, I'm not going to the right place. So like, it is on my bucket list to get there <sighs> so that I can it? actually like see it. Cause I want to know. Do you, do you want to come it? with me?
0: I'm not going to step on the ground. Until I I'm see. not
1: getting on there. Gr- no. Okay. We'll just take no. a picture. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm going to find it. But, um, I do know that there have been many accidents on that road many accidents. Oh, well, in that case, we are going to be well, really careful. You would want to go, like, in the summer, where it's like...
0: What is it? Is it... What if it's one of those t- tales where, like, you're not going to see the chimney or anything unless you go at night? Well, my... Nope, can't. Sorry. My, um... Nicholas I'm has been it. getting home early some nights, and uh, I just don't have time.
1: I like, yeah, I like. To Look at the time. In, I like, <laughs> I like to be in bed early. <laughs> Look at the time. Oh, um, gross. Okay, that was. But I would highly recommend, like, if you are wanting to get, um, if you want to know more about local history and mm-hmm. like state history of different folklore and urban legends, then I would definitely check out the book Indiana Folklore: A Reader from 1988. Okay. Um, it's by a man named John Gat- Gatos. 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 Um, yeah. and from what I read, it was very interesting. Yeah, it had lots of like bullet points and like very thorough background mm-hmm. and like all these different types of folklore it was really interesting. The second one <laughs> is my favorite because I've actually seen okay part of the story like in in the flesh. So in
0: action. In in. In this, action. In this yeah. dimension's flesh or yes. in other dimensions' flesh? In this dimension. Okay.
1: So where we live currently, we're very close to Dale. Now, Dale is a part of Fort Wayne, right? So it's not like... It's actually like its own city, but it's like a part of Fort Wayne, right? You've been to Dale? Oh, honey right yes we we went and- well you were just you were you were like nodding your head i was not getting validation of what well, are you doing I'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> well because I, I i wasn't like trying to argue but i also was like i mean it's a part of fort wayne it, it's like a an extremely large i mean it's a little it's a town but it, it is a part of fort wayne because it like for basically allen county is fort wayne now
1: yeah like Basically. anything in Allen County
0: is considered part of Fort Wayne, yeah. so okay, yeah, Wayne Dale. I went to yes. booty school there, right, right,
1: yeah. right, 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 right. Got it. Um, oh my there God, this is, is like literally our backyard, yeah. So there is a urban legend, mm-hmm. or more of a a mystery, um, revolving around something that we refer to as the Wayne Witch. There is a headstone uh-huh. in prairie grove cemetery in Wayndale. Uh-huh. there's only i think there's maybe only one cemetery in Waynedale. there is now um it's by the park yes so there is like i said there is this headstone that has a name of a woman the name is let me i'm trying to get the picture here so sorry the tombstone reads helen v fishman okay
0: June is Helen.
1: June has three dates on it. Not two has three dates on it.
0: (laughs) Did she rise from the dead?
1: Let me continue. Oh my god. Says wife, Helen V. Fishman. Okay. June fifteenth, nineteen thirty-eight, April eighth, nineteen sixty, and then October tenth, nineteen sixty-five. Why are okay. So what happened? For those five years. There is two different theories. One theory is that she remarried and started a new life. Okay. The second theory is that she was rose. She rose again. Now on the tombstone, it also reads. I have goosebumps because this (laughs) freaks me out. A little while, a moment of rest upon the wind and another woman shall bear me. What? Say it again. A little while, a moment of rest upon the wind, and another woman shall bear me.
0: So is she gonna come back?
1: They think this is the like this is where the Waynedale Witch comes comes in, is where they think that she was born again by another woman. Okay.
0: Like right re, re, like reincarnation. Yeah.
1: Okay. Below that reads H I L Y A I LYV nobody knows what it means. I have seen this tombstone. Uh-huh. And it is one of the most bizarre things that I have ever seen. I've never there's I've never seen three dates on a tombstone. Or, Not even in Catholic cemeteries or, because Catholic cemeteries like you have like there's a lot of like ritualistic like about being like born again and like yeah, rebirth, but like no. So, this woman, Helen. Mm-hmm. There is.
0: <laughs> I wish we, I wish we were on camera right now. You guys, I look so fucking ridiculous. He's totally out of his mind. I am. I am, um, I am freaking the fuck out right now. There
1: isn't a whole lot of information about this woman. Okay. And let me tell you, I dug for information on this woman. Okay. All right. The only information that we have is that. Helen was a mother and a wife who was shot to death at the young age of 27 oh. and was left in the middle of a cornfield. This cornfield, they believe, was on Nutman Avenue. Bro.
0: We're outside of Dale. We are outside of Dale. We are in the Wayne Township area. Well, no, not Wayne Township. We're in Wayne. I don't fucking know. It's Wayne something. Yeah, But it's it's not a county because right. Wayne, Wayne Township is, or maybe we are Wayne Township.
1: I don't remember. I don't know. Now, Nutman is cut
0: between the river. Right. And then there's like, it jumps a couple streets north. And then it starts over again. So we don't know what part of
1: Nutman. Right. We don't know what part of Nutman.
0: And Nutman goes far.
1: Yes. By a lot of fields. But it's still near where we are. Now.
0: Oh, my God. There's more.
1: (laughs) uh, I don't even know if I would even want to share this. Do it. Um, <laughs> Just fuck me up. It says, believers say that the first person to figure out what the inscription H-I-L-Y-A-I-L-Y-V means will be the person to bear her. In this case, we think bear means childbirth, obviously.
0: Right, because it's spelled
1: B-A-R-E, right? Yes. Not B E A R. Oh, it's no, it's B-E-A-R. Okay. So there is a lot of missing information Uh about this tombstone. Now I want to preface or I want to reiterate that if there's anybody who's friends with the family or...
0: Does she have living relatives?
1: Probably. I mean, there probably has, since Wayndale is such a small town, I'm, I'm sure that there's probably still family members.
0: Well, she had a daughter, right? right.
1: You did say that they that right. she was a mother. So if anybody who is affiliated with the family or of the family, I just want to say that we're interested in we are interested means. in knowing more, yeah, but we also want to i I wanted to be as respectful as I could with the information that I had. I didn't want to right. like create any more like misinformation or say anything else. This is all that I was able to find, yeah, with the resources that I had. I found this information on a website that's public domain and I can make sure that I put the sources into yeah, our notes. Be, they'll be in the notes. Yeah. Cause I want to be respectful with Ooh. all of this public information that I'm, that I'm speaking through. But those are my two urban legends Jesus that are local. Christ. And I will, if you're, if you want to go, I'll take you cause I know exactly where it is. I would
0: love to meet this Headstone, yeah, it's very I interesting headshot. I would love to meet that picture.
1: <laughs> it's very interesting, and it's so fascinating to me. I wish that we had more information, yeah, like, like I said, like I went i i like I googled her name. um, the only reason why I found Nutman was because that was the only like information that I could find about like the location of where she was found.
0: Do you think a sent the Census Bureau would have information?
1: I'm on- sure Allen County Public Library yeah. does.
0: Yeah. Oh my! God. Well, Allen County Public Library has the largest genealogy department mm-hmm. in the entire world. So,
1: I, I think it's one of the biggest in the nation. The I don't nation. think it's in the entire world, but yeah, you're right. Very okay. extensive. But yeah. I, I found it very fascinating, and I'm sure a lot of people who don't live on this side of town know. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that to light to see if. If there's anybody out there in the ether that could give me any more information about this, I would love it.
0: So if you are in the north or even in the south, now we've got some for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that, Lars. I <laughs> never thought that I would be this spooked out over an urban legend um, because they're just urban legends, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay. Well, mine, I, I was, okay. So Lars and I were talking before we recorded about um we were wondering if we picked up the same ones and i was so hellbent i was so hellbent on not picking the same one that you did that i went in a completely different dive cool um but this is this was under my searching and it's a it's just a story there's okay. no, there's there's little information behind it cool which i'm sure there probably is but and then again, I'm pretty sure this. There's a pretty good chance this might not be real. So we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna have a scary story. Because Let's you, do it. You know, and I mean, I don't know. It may not be scary. Who <laughs> fucking knows? <sighs> okay, it's called mimicry. I was worried when I first inherited Claudette that she would be lonely and depressed. I knew parrots were supposed to be social creatures, but I was barely equipped to handle one, much less get her a companion. Aunt June, who had, quote, generously given the bird to me after discovering how loud and energetic she could be, assured me that Claudette was an independent sort and would be fine on her own. Claudette and I had a rocky start. I was timid around her large beak and sharp claws, and she was slow to trust yet another new person, understandably so. She'd apparently had a number of homes in her 25 years, all of whom had given her up much the same as Aunt June had. Um, this that was mostly why I kept her. I felt sorry for her and wanted her to finally have a home, even if it meant steer, steep learning, even if it meant a steep learning curve. Um, we had what felt like a very long period of adjustment during which I learned that getting bitten while painful could have been much worse. and she started to at least recognize me as the hand that fed her. When I discovered she was happiest in my small screen and porch, I moved her cage there and gave her a free run of it, which she improved, which had in, improved our relationship. It took a lot of time, patience, and treats, um, but eventually it got to the point where she would fly over to me whenever I went out and sat on my arm while she inhaled whatever I brought to her. Um, I had been worried about her. I had been worried about her getting lonely while I was away. Those concerned were quickly banished when I realized she was making fast friends with the mockingbirds who nested in a tree nearby the apartment. They trade calls and squawk at each other throughout the day, which sometimes got me in a little trouble with more noise sensitive neighbors, but that wasn't anything a new home but that wasn't anything a few homemade cookies and apology cards couldn't smooth over. I never considered getting a parrot before Claudette proved to be a sweet smart girl once, we got past her initial orneriness orneriness, (laughs) and I learned that she had fairly extensive and sometimes colorful vocabulary and was excellent at mimicking. I also found out that over the course of a few months while I was at work, she'd apparently been teaching the mockingbirds a thing or two. I was sitting on the porch one evening, giving Claudette a little neck scratch before going in to make dinner when I heard a soft but very distinct voice coming from somewhere overhead. Shit, it said. I jumped. Having not seen or heard anyone approach, I looked around, but my little corner of the apartment was completely quiet, and no one was outside. In my lap, Claudette started to bob her head, um, (laughs) her feathers ruffling ever so slightly. (laughs) And Lars knows this. He used to have a bird in the Mm -hmm. house. Yeah. "'Shit!' the voice said again. "'Shit!' Shit, said Claudette. "'Shit? Shit? What? Shit?' Claudette answered. She and the voice went back and forth a few more times, enthusiastically shouting one of her favorite words, but until I rushed her outside in embarrassment to keep whoever was taunting her from going any further— It wasn't until I saw one of the mockingbird friends swoop over the porch a few times, obviously in the search of Claudette, that I realized that the voice I'd been hearing hadn't been someone encouraging her naughty behavior. It had been one of the mockingbirds mimicking her. Claudette had taught the wild birds to swear. It was was going to take a lot more cookies to get back on my neighbor's good side, but when, when they figured that one out. Instead of her moving inside, I decided to try to encourage her to use a sweeter phrase that I hoped the Mockingbirds would pick up on. Hello, I said over and over again. Hello, said Claudette. (laughs) Shit, the Mockingbirds would say. Shit, indeed. I hadn't even known the Mockingbirds could talk, much less get them to pick up new words. So I scoured the internet and asked around, hoping for some insight. They just repeat whatever they hear often, one bird enthusiast replied when I left a comment on a forum. They'll pick up something else soon. A mockingbird near me constantly calls my dog dogs for ages until it picked up a new bird song. Good luck. Okay, I told myself. I could wait them out. In the meantime, I kept working with Claudette to clean up her own language and spent a bit of time every night repeating words to her and rewarding her when she got them right. It took a few more weeks and months, but swearing was definitely not on the decline, and I hadn't heard the mockingbirds repeating her anymore, so I was counting it as a victory. One morning, I went out to feed her. Before I left for work, she bobbed and paced along, along her rung with her usual enthusiasm, but I noticed she was making those old raspy noises like she couldn't quite catch her breath. I took her up by my arms and gave her a quick once-over while stroking her back. You okay? I asked. Hello, she said, <laughs> and the odd breathing stopped. I waited for a while, almost enough time to make me late, but she seemed fine and I rushed to get to work. The next morning, however, the low, rasping voices were back. She came over again to me and fluffed and bobbed, and all while making the ragged breathing sounds. Outside, the mockingbirds were responding with the unusual clicking noises. I didn't pay much attention to them. Too concerned for my poor parrot, unable to leave her again when she was in such an obvious state of distress, I called my boss to let her know that I had fi- I had a family emergency and hurried Claudette to the nearest vet. I told them in a quavering voice that I was sure that some kind of serious illness, that it was some kind of serious illness, and I explained that she may be having trouble breathing. And they ushered me into a, a room to wait for the doctor. When he came in, I told him that the sounds. I told him about the sounds and begged him to listen to Claudette. She was sitting in her travel cage, preening quietly, completely undisturbed by the fact that her life was hanging in the balance. I swear she sounded horrible yesterday and today, I insisted. Sometimes these things come and go, said Dr. Graham. Can you do me a favor, imitate the sound that she was making? I quickly did as he had asked, hoping it would be accurate enough for him to understand the severity of the situation. And immediately Claudette started mimicking me. Doctor Graham hid a small smile behind hid a small smile behind his hand before catching himself and becoming serious again. She's fine, Stacy. It seems she may have um, overheard you during some nighttime activities and just repeating those sounds. <gasps> what? I asked. I think she's heard you with a partner. You know, during intimate moments. Mm. Claudia emphasized his statement with an unmistakable little moan. With my face burning a bright red, I packed my bird and mumbling an apology and thanked him and practically ran out of the office. You've been listening to the neighbors, I accused I accused a now whistling Claudette on the way home. Or has someone been playing their TV too loud? How did you learn to make those noises? It certainly hadn't been from me that much, I know. Whatever it was, they must have been going on for a while if she started to mimic it. I couldn't just go around asking my neighbors if they were getting down and dirty with the windows open so for now i just have to make it i just have to try to keep a closer eye on what she was getting exposed to when i released her into the porch she squawked a chorus of hellos to the mockingbirds who sang and then settled on top of her cage for a nap in the sun i sat in the porch with her for a good portion of the day but didn't hear anything didn't particularly hear of anything telling and eventually gave up when i became uncomfortably warm outside when it became uncomfortably warm. I still poked my head out on occasion, but the most unusual thing I heard from the mockingbirds making their newly picked up clicking sound. While it was familiar, I couldn't quite place where I'd heard it before and just dismissed it. Claudette's heavy breathing sound started to become a more frequent part of our morning, along with the occasional moan, and every so often she'd mumble to herself, (coughs) Brady, Brady, Brady. (laughs) At least that was an improvement from shit. She and the Mockingbirds continued their back and forth, and I got to their clicking noises the same way I had been swearing. I was getting used to the clicking noises the way that I had gotten with their swearing. It was especially bad in the morning, and Claudette was doing what I came to call her breathing exercises. Ragged breathing, click, click, moan, click, click, rinse and repeat until midday. I had just to wait them out and they eventually move on to some new sound and try to drive me me crazy with. But the more I heard it, the more I realized there was something about the click, which just became more dif- redefined and distinct every day. She kept nagging at me. I knew the sound it, that kept nagging at me. I knew the sound and given a bit more time, I was sure I'd be able to pinpoint what they were imitating. but it continued to elude me. How's Claudette doing? My sister asked while we drank and had our had our wine and our weekly Thursday night phone call. I was sitting in my living room with my pajamas, little more than a tank top and a pair of shorts that were a little too small to wear out in public with my phone in one hand and my glass in the other. I left my sliding glass door leading onto the porch opened just wide enough for Claudette to waddle inside to see if she wanted to join me. She's fine. Still doing that breathing thing. You'll figure it out, who's taught it to her? Have you figured it out, who's taught it to her? I'm leaning towards the Johnsons. They've always struck me as the exhibit exhibitionist type. Raina giggled, aren't they old people? Yeah, and they need some lovin' too. Well, we laughed, and I had a series of series of very soft clicks throughout the open door. Oh, oh, I said, the mockingbirds are doing the thing I told you about. Maybe you can hear them and tell me what this noise is. I sprang up from my couch and crossed the living room to yank the sheer curtain hanging across the slider. The clicking sound stopped immediately. Beside me, Claudette passed back and paced back and forth across her cage, across the top of her cage, mumbling all the while. Pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> A bush on the other side of the screen shook just slightly. Oh Christ. Oh no. The light from the inside of the apartment reflected off the porch screen, making it difficult to see outside. And I froze. I can't hear them," Reyna said in my ear. Stacy, the bushes rustled again. Claudette started to make the shuddering, raspy breathing sounds from the trees overhead. The bunky- mockingbirds responded with their clicks. I now recognized that sound. All of a sudden, chilling clarity. Reyna, I said as calmly as I could. I think someone's in my bushes. As soon as I. God. <laughs> As soon as the words left my mouth, a dark figure sprang upright and was making a mad dash around to the side of the apartment building. It happened so quickly quickly that I couldn't make out much—no, no no features, nothing significant, just dark clothes and maybe a hat—and then he was gone. Raina was asking me, in the near panic, if she should call the police while I was too stunned to answer. It had taken months for me to reach Claudette to teach Claudette words, months for her to pick up new sounds. Months for her to mimic accurately. No doubt it would have taken the same amount of time listening to someone breathing heavily, moaning to repeat the sounds accurately. My stomach dropped fast and far. I thought I might vomit. She hadn't learned those sounds from noisy neighbors or television. She learned it from the man who'd been hiding in my apartment, panting like a dog while he watched me. I stumbled back against the slider and scrambled to get inside. Over my shoulder from the mockingbirds called out from the night, from a treetop click click the perfect imitation of a camera shutter <sighs> and that's why when I do dirty things in front of a window, I am on the second story of my house right'
1: <laughs> We're, I'm so curious about that where, where did you get it Reddit what, was it a I was it like a submission from someone? I Googled, it's the no sleep. Okay.
0: No sleep thread. I Googled like extremely creepy urban legends, like any sort of phrase that could get me as far away from anything that you might possibly bring up.
1: So, parrots, man. You can't get anything by them. (sighs) Creepy town, bruh. Creepy town. Creepy,
0: creepy, creepy pasta, creepy parrots. Creepy. We just got a shiver. I, well,
1: okay. You're the ones that you. No, man, I I brought the, I brought it. You, you
0: you fucking ate it up, honey. It's fucking dead. I'm so proud of (laughs) you I love when you like gay your voice. You actually sound like a gay man. I do.
1: Because I'm hitting puberty.
0: Yeah, everything is sexy for you right now.
1: Yes, Everything everything (laughs) (laughs) everything
0: Mm. my mushrooms outside get you
1: excited yeah everything does great yeah everything Mm. that's awesome
0: (laughs) that was Uh, fun that was so much fun i'm so oh i'm actually like really glad that yours like actually made me like feel a certain
1: way i know that's one of the reasons why i like horror because it it creates feeling yeah it creates this unknown feeling yeah and it's it's very like it's lots of endorphins are released in your brain cuz fear is a crazy thing and they there's a lot of studies about fear yeah. and they don't know where it comes from nope
0: but I do remember all a lot of the uh, horror films and stuff that I used to watch and people would be like, I can't believe you like scary stuff. And I'd be like, I just love to be afraid. Well, mm-hmm. I had a traumatic memory that brought me to my fucking knees that I'm afraid
1: all the time. And I'm like, I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I always tell people I've had panic attacks worse than this movie. Yeah. Like, and they're like, how could you watch all those scary things? It's like, I have my yeah. my mind has taken me places where it's very scary Yeah. so no, nothing scares me No, nothing
0: there are things that still scare
1: me I mean there are don't get me wrong there are some visual things in some certain movies that do oh, like yeah. there's some movies that have scared me but like it takes a lot now it takes a whole lot totes totes, totes my goats totes my goats
0: <sighs> Great job today. Toe tap. That's for you, Heather. Great job for you, brah. Good job for you, brah. The toe tap for Heather. Yeah, she commented on our post. I saw the toe. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I felt like I was cheating on you. and So I was like, this one's for you. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (sighs) All right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope that you like this little spooky twist. Um, A little
1: little sidetrack of... You know, out of the ordinary of mental health and all. Well, I mean, like, hopefully this doesn't fuck up the mental health.
0: (laughs) I don't think we talked about anything that was too off the wall. No.
1: And if you do visit any of the sites that I suggested, please be respectful.
0: Yeah. But also, like, continue to pass folklore.
1: Yes. Continue to pass it on. Be respectful. Ask the questions.
0: Ask questions. Ask me no more questions and make sure that
1: you protect yourself. Oh yeah. From any type of energy, bad thoughts, all that. Just make sure that you're in a good headspace.
0: Yeah. And also, you know, maybe wear a condom every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> think of think of think of your think of your body as like a soul with a body and like, you know, when you touch when you tap into some spooky stuff like that, you kinda like put a spiritual condom on. Yeah. Yeah. Put that raincoat on. The okay, I'm gonna say this and then the episode's over. One time my dad said to me, he goes, Jaren, there's a lot of diseases out there, and even Superman needed his cape. So you better wrap that monster. And I was like, All right, dad, thanks. I'm sixteen. That's I guess that's the talk.
1: And that's the tea.
0: And that's that's the T. That's yep, that's that's Yep. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today, you guys. (laughs) We love you. Subscribe, like. Follow. Follow. Do the thing. Do the thing.
1: Just do it. Click it.
0: Just click it. Click it. Click it or take it. We'll give you tickets if you don't click it. I don't know how to do that. We'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You'll hear from us next week. And this is us signing out.
1: Bye. Bye.